All right, we are broadcasting from the furthest reaches of space. Welcome to Trivia Escape Pod. I am your host, Julia Sorensen. And I'm Ross White. While we're searching for a hospitable planet, we are broadcasting trivia across the galaxy, and we have got a pretty darn great show for you today. We've got engineer Rachel below decks working this week on our engines. For those of you concerned after last week, we have fixed our waste problem, so... We're clean, and we are very, very happy about that. To, to Rachel's glee. We didn't have to deal with it because we we're in, like, cryogenesis or whatever the hell for six out of seven days. But Rachel, yeah, that poor girl had to deal with it every goddamn day. It was gross. It was really gross. So this, I think, Julia, is going to be the week that she finally gets those engines ready to rumble to find us a planet we can live on. We can get off of this pod, which is only a three-seater. Uh I'm ready. I'm ready to find a home. All right, Ross, I am right on there with you. And uh, so we're going to be asking some trivia questions in four rounds to test knowledge and occasionally lateral thinking. And you never know when we'll make contact with a special guest. And if anyone at home wants to play along, keep your own score and tweet us your scores. This week's intro song was Freedom in My Voice by Ricework. That, Julia, I don't think that one did it. We are still looking for permanent theme music. It makes us sound like we're permanently floating through an empty elevator. <laughs> it does. Which I think is scarier than the voids of space. Yeah, no, definitely. So what have you been up to this week while you've been in your stasis pod? Um, well, I just got back from a hollow trip to Atlanta. Um, we intertubed down the Chattahoochee River for a couple hours. It was a grand old time. And uh, I got to interact with nine different dogs in some households. Uh, my boyfriend's great aunt was watching six dogs and his other aunt owns three dogs. So it was a whole lot of dogs all the time. And I love dogs, but my allergies don't. So it was very mixed feelings for me. Six dogs yes. is a lot to have in your home. They were not. Time. None of them were hers. She was watching all of them from different people. That just seems like it would make it somehow worse, right? Initially, so all of the bigger dogs got along, but there was one little Yorkie that just went nuts. Like, I saw the bigger dogs and it just like freaking attacked them. And yeah, I was genuinely scared of a two pound Yorkie. There's always one little guy who thinks he's the boss. Yes, exactly. The worst. Is that how you feel, Ross? Is that how you feel when you're on stage? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I am, I'm a little man. <laughs> Thank you, Julia, for making me feel amazing about myself. I mean, I'm just extremely tall in comparison to everyone. So you you are average to high height. I am extremely <laughs> tall. <laughs> you're six one. I'm like six feet tall. It's not like you're towering over <laughs> me. <laughs> But uh, I'm sure it feels that way. Well, I just got back from Denver. I was visiting my family. And uh, while you were out on the river, uh, we were at Waterworld, which is uh, just a big old water park with a huge wave pool and a bunch of like log flumey type rides. Amazing. I love those type of rides. Oh, my God. So much fun. I was there with my um, my 10-year-old niece. Mm -hmm. And... Taking a 10-year-old into a wave pool is really fun because, you know, I don't have kids. And so I, 
had kind of forgotten like how much fun it is to get kids to do something that's like totally safe but to them is just terrifying so like there's a line uh in their wave pool and it's like beyond this point you get extreme wave action which is great marketing because you know every uh every 13 year old's like i'm past the line um extreme i could see her eyeballing the line and she was so ready but she was like oh i'm scared so i I mean that would be me now i'm (laughs) i'm 23 and i'm still scared of everything um you know but it's a wave pool so basically it's like just water that goes up and down it's not all that extreme in any sense did you see that video that went viral recently of a broken wave pool in china and so it was just a a classic little wave pool but something happened and it just launched an eight foot wave at everyone like i'm not exaggerating it was like six to eight feet it just launched everyone out of the water inner tubes went flying that is fantastic, except for the fact that the bottom of those pools is usually concrete. Yeah, I. Oh. it would have been really awesome if people did not get hurt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Julia, it, we've got something on radar. Uh, oh, yeah. It looks like someone else is floating through space in a different escape pod. Uh, let's perform the docking maneuver. Well, I'm going to analyze the passenger manifest. I will open the airlock. <laughs> Let's let's welcome aboard our guest today. He's the on-field personality for the Durham Bulls. It's Jatovi McDuffie. Hey, Jatovi, Ronnie, running into you in deep space. I know, I know. My escape pod was kind of meandering its way out there. We were trying to get to Mars, but we didn't make it. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Well, we're glad to have you aboard. What has been going on in your world of late? Well, uh, a whole bunch, actually, Uh, with the Bulls being on break, I got a chance to take care of a lot of fun things. For example, the whole esports industry, that's going crazy across the globe. You took care of the whole esports industry? I did. It is in my back pocket because uh, in this area, it's not here. Which is crazy. Well, yeah, in, in Raleigh-Durham, which uh, we have on the hollow no. screen behind Jatovi. No. Oh, no. No, you, even bigger. Even bigger. Tell even us bigger. more. So on the East Coast, it's not big at all. Globally, on Earth, it is huge. Yeah, I've got... I've got uh, uh, some channel <laughs> that shows me that <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I have seen that stuff. I'm sorry. I'm I'm now kicking my microphone. I'm so agitated with myself for being unable to remember it's okay. it. You just really it's want okay. to kick some ass at League of Legends. I, Ross is just ready is. to get that's in the game. That's true. But you know what's crazy is that Fortnite, one of the big games that's out there right now, is actually making it mainstream for esports. It's it's crazy. League of Legends, which we grew up and loved. Um came from D&D of course. Yeah. But we grew up and loved uh it you know it it's been out there as an esports forever but Fortnite is gone. Cuz I feel like League of Legends has a more niche it community and famous like it's still relatively well known to people who play video games but yep. it, like in the case of Fortnite even like parents and cousins yep. and whoever else knows what that is. Fortnite is like the Disney of esports. <laughs> I just I worry about even talking about this on the podcast because I, I worry that we're going to get gamer gated all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> bring it on. <laughs> bring J- it on. We in space. Jatovi, what what have you been doing here on the East Coast that's got you so excited? 
uh, over on the East Coast, I mean, uh, right now, um, working with the town of Cary, working with Durham, North Carolina, working actually a little bit even with Raleigh, trying to build uh, or cultivate the esports community and actually creating an esports tournament system based off what the community wants here on the Eastern Coast, rather than, hey, let's do everything that they're doing in California here. No. Let's do it. Let's create something that's our own. That's actually uh, born grassroots fed uh, on the East Coast. So you're not just a player. You are more of a Svengali at this Man, point. You came close to finishing that. I do just crush a lot. But <laughs> um, yes. Jatovi, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of our uh, listeners in the Raleigh-Durham area are going to know you as the on-field personality. And I mean, you are the personality of the Durham Bulls Baseball Club, our, our minor league team in Durham. Just a random guy that they trust with a microphone. Just a normal dude. It's basically what we are at Trivia. I don't know why I don't know why they gave us the mics. We just showed up on stage one day and were like, here you go. It's true. So basically you got on the field and they were like, Oh, what is this guy doing down here? Let's give him a microphone. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um they said that, hey, who's that nutcase over there? Um, let's see what that nutcase can do. <laughs> Been there for fifteen years now. And during those fifteen years, the Bulls have had some pretty amazing on-field events where I would describe a lot of these events as child torture. Uh, um, why? Well, so uh, you give a child oversized it... pants and you launch insects into those pants? You never did that when you were a kid? No, not once. It was a backyard activity. You know, at home, at every cookout, we used to do that. I almost had you there. <laughs> you really did. <laughs> uh, so what are what are some of the craziest so, stunts that you've forced children to do on <laughs> or that you yourself have done with uh, with Wooly Bull, the, so, the amazing mascot? There are a lot of things that we've done over the 15 years from dance competitions to, uh, you know, of course, the usual racing Wooly Bull around the bases to uh, we wanted to do one that we saw. Um, there was a uh, a team in Virginia that did a toilet paper run, which was hilarious. But, I mean, it's all about entertaining and getting people involved and cheering and just having fun. Because a lot of times we get stuck in in the mindset that we always have to be serious all the time. And we shouldn't be. I mean, life is fun. Jatovi, I've known you for 20 years. You have never been stuck in the mindset that we should be serious all <laughs> the time. And that's why they gave me a microphone. They're like, that dude is just nuts. <laughs> well, I I want to challenge you here while our listeners have full access to this challenge. At some point soon, I want us to put on those sumo suits and then I will jump on you. Those inflatable sumo suits, you are going down. It is on because we do not have inflatable sumo suits, so we can do that. Wait, what are those? <laughs> what are, are they? Oh, there's not inflatable. Are they padded? No, they're actually padded. They're made of cotton on the inside. There's a leather. Um, the the skin is leather. So uh, yeah, it's about fifty pounds added extra on to you. So I mean, we can 
uh, go in the inflatable ones that we don't have, we can imagine. Okay, we, fair We enough. do have the hollow deck. Yeah, see, see, see? This is true. Well, my, my challenge is for the real sumo suits, you, me, doesn't have to be at the ballpark. It could just be in my driveway. Oh, uh, so we're back to the backyard thing again? <laughs> see, see? <laughs> you just want to do termites. Had, That's what it is. I had never realized. to do that. I had never realized how much of minor league ballpark promotion is just stuff you would do at a picnic anyway. It really is. It's uh, stuff that you do at a picnic. The kids would do at exercise um uh in pe and everything else so all right um well show me that all sounds great i didn't know about the bug thing that is news to me well, I they're d- not real bugs oh they're like plastic oh ants. It's, a, it's called ants in the pants <laughs> oh wow that makes me feel so much better i was genuinely terrified of you doing this to children <laughs> no, oh god no, no, that no. makes me feel so much better now okay Anyway, here are the rules to our <laughs> trivia so we can actually power this ship of ours. Um, so we have provided you with a pen and a paper right there. And we are going to ask you some questions. Um, and now our intelligence scanners will give you points for each correct answer you get right. I can um, go ahead and tell you now. Don't even turn it on because my <laughs> intelligence is zero. But you might get some extra points because our AI has grown a little sentient and turns out it has a sense of humor. So if you know you're going to be wrong, try to be funny and you might get some haha pity points. I am getting all the pity points <laughs> I can go for. <laughs> um, so we'll ask the questions for a round and uh, give the listeners some time to think about their own answers. And then we'll check in with you to see how you did. All right. You got any questions before we get started? Um, uh, no. All right. Sounds great. Uh, We're going to move on to round one, which is our general trivia round. Uh, Number one, the World Health Organization recently concluded that an outbreak of which disease in the Congo and Uganda constitutes a public health emergency of international concern? Yeah. So we're going to let Jatovi think about the answers to all of the questions. We'll ask them all and then we'll come back to him and see how he did. Question number two, Jatovi, I'll give you a state capital. You have to give me the next state capital alphabetically. So I've got all the capitals arranged alphabetically. I'll give you one. You give me the next. And it's a three-part question. So part A of question number two, Boise. Now what comes next is actually the longest serving capital in the country. So what comes after Boise? It's the longest serving capital in the country. 2B, Topeka. And what comes after that is the last state capital, alphabetically. And your third capital is Olympia. And hopefully the capital that comes next won't go dark. And that's a nerd hint if ever there was one. Oh, I get it. (laughs) I, I think Ross could just watch my face go through like 20 different emotions of like confusion and perplexity. I was like, oh... The bad thing is, all I'm thinking is video games, so I've got video game titles, and it's killing me. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, like all the capitals of the Legend of Zelda counties, like, yes. oh, you, oh, you got uh, yes. Ordon Village or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Hyrule Castle. <laughs> all right, number three for you. Then there's another uh, multi-part question. This will have four parts to it. A homophonic pair is two words that sound alike but are not spelled the same. So if I said use your ears in this location, the homophonic pair would be here, here. Tell me the two words in the following homophonic pairs. 3A. Um, That's a naked ursine mammal. Okay. That, that does indeed say naked. It was spelled wrong on the script. <laughs> 
three uh, A. It just says Nate. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> very I was like, is Julia. this English? <laughs> to, to repeat, three A, a naked ursine mammal. Three B, writing materials that aren't going anywhere. Three C, the space between land masses surrounded by water. And three D, main scientific theorem or law. Do you need any of those repeated? No, I'm 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 rolling with the punches. I'm I'm so excited for what this you're putting. Is, this is going to be amazing. I'm <laughs> so excited. <laughs> Jatovi, question number four: A staff of about seven hundred and fifty works for the one hundred and eighty-one member countries in which worldwide law enforcement agency? Which another way of saying this question is name a worldwide law enforcement agency. Um, is that the men in black? That you know, you can't go giving him all of the answers, Julia. Does it does space count as international? Um yeah, it, like I, if we colonize Mars, does that is that considered international or is that like interplanetary? Given that the water between countries is international waters, you would think that the once you get like out of Earth's atmosphere and, you know, what's directly over what, which is moving all the time. Hmm. Um, I would think that would just be international space. That's why we have an international space station. <laughs> oh, we do that. have that. Intergalactical. Ooh. Yeah, I guess once we uh, make contact with alien life, it won't just be international, but it'll be interplanetary. You know, part of me thinks that aliens have already tried to make contact with us and then saw humans like, nope, never mind. <laughs> Just bye. Yeah, I, I could see that. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to number five. Here are some more multi-part questions for you. So this will have four parts, and it's a couple of esports questions, Jatovi. Oh, okay. That is a I'm lucky coincidence. Woohoo! I'm ready. Our our AI is uh, growing quickly. Oh, All right. AI is a jerk. I just saw part A flash up on the screen. Oh, great. Thanks, AI. Um, five A. Name the streaming video platform that routinely has close to a million viewers watching esports and video game streams. Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> um, 5B. What does the acronym DOTA stand for? 5C. Which tank hero in Overwatch is a hamster? And 5D. Which game developed by Hidden Path and Valve pits terrorists versus counter-terrorists. Julia, what are you playing these days? You're known to game a little bit. Um, well, if I'm going to be completely honest, I just play a lot of Pokemon Go. <laughs> like, a lot. Um, Which is really a good game to play in space, because there are so many Pokegems. Oh, oh, oh! you got to play Yoshi's Craft World. Oh, is that the one that he's made of yarn? Yes, he's oh, so Oh, that game looks so pretty. He's so cute. I had to beat it. Yeah, I played Yoshi's <laughs> Hey, there's zero shame in that. That game looks fantastic. It was. It was. I played it wearing Pantera on my shirt. Drinking Monster. Yeah. I was Manly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but other than that, I've been playing a lot of Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah. Breath of the Wild is fun. So good. Like, it never gets boring. There's Breath of the Wild 2 coming out. Yes. I have oh. been stalking pages of, like, a potential release date. It looks phenomenal right it's... now. The one thing about Breath of the Wild, you know that Coliseum area? Yeah. 
I hate that area because the the the, the uh, behemoth that's down at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I tried to kill it from shooting it from the top. Mm-hmm. Didn't work. Yeah, my strategy is often just like go on top of something high and throw a lot of bombs. Yeah, that one. He has lightning. <laughs> and he hits me every time. Hey, uh, Ross, how you doing there? I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about my own gaming exploits, which recently have included Railroad Tycoon 2. Oh, man. Ooh, ooh. Big money, big money. You got to play Overcooked. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I have seen that. I want to get You've that. Never... No, it oh. looks great. Overcooked 2 has been getting great reviews. Overcooked 2 is pretty cool, but Overcooked 1, the best thing about it, it's the best party game you could ever play. Mm-hmm. Forget Mario Party. Forget everything else. The reason it's the best party game is you take two people who have never played it before, sit them down. Yeah. Yeah. So you just take two people who've never played a game and sit them down, and that's the whole game? That's the whole game. Chitobi, you're Let them me. play it, and they could be best friends before, but they will be enemies by the end of the night, and you will laugh. Well, I'm definitely going to play that with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> See, it'll be awesome. It'll be awesome. Hey, Ross, you want to take over number six so we can finish up our round one? Sure do. Scout and showman William Frederick Cody was best known by what name? And Jatobi, that is the end of our round. We're going to give you a second to think about some of those questions. Some toughies in there, yeah. but the AI seemed to have thrown you a bone on one of them, I think, to make fun of me for being unable to recall uh, part of question number five. <laughs> so, Jatobi, let's go through and see how you did. Question number one, the World Health Organization recently concluded that an outbreak of which disease in the Congo and Uganda constitutes a public health emergency of international concern? A correct answer here is worth 50 points. Um, if I read the article, wasn't it Ebola? It was. That is indeed. Look at there. That's the only one I'm getting right. We're done here. <laughs> Retire. 50 points on the board. But yeah, he's walking back into his own pod. And Jatopi just threw the answer sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Almost cracked our airlock open. See, the other ones I didn't really finish writing much. Number five, I did. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, let's see what you did for number two. So this is where we asked you to skate state capital, and you had to give the next state capital alphabetically um, to a Boise. And what comes after Boise is the longest serving capital in the country. And see, I didn't really know this one. So I just made up uh, Bismarcky. <laughs> Our AI is flashing um, 25. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's also, what is accepted? Points. Biscotti. See, I was close. <laughs> I was close. Uh, we were looking for Boston. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's right. I forgot about Boston. The reason I didn't say Boston was because I'm not a Tom Brady fan. I respect that. See? So is that a protest? Yes, it's a protest. <laughs> um, 2B, uh, what comes after Topeka is after, is the last state capital alphabetically. The bad thing was, after you said Topeka, the only thing I thought of was Kansas. That, well, that is that's... where Topeka is. <laughs> Good job. So that's what I wrote was Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, we got amazing geography skills. <laughs> we were looking for Trenton. Trenton, I know that guy. He went to the cookout last week. He was the one that caught the bugs in his pants. <laughs> that I now know are not real bugs. See, and see. I can sleep easier at night now. see, Olympia. And the clue was hopefully what comes after this won't go dark. See, and the bad thing was, again, going back to the Coliseum. <laughs> 
all I thought of was Breath of the Wild because after you said Olympia, then I had Olympus and then I had Mount Olympus. This is my whole train of thought. It just went down and then I saw the Colosseum and then I started seeing Link shooting down as I was playing the game. So I wrote Rome. Uh, the correct answer, um, <laughs> there is a Rome, Georgia, so See? perhaps there you is. thought it, it was the capital It ain't of the Georgia. capital, though. Yes. <laughs> the correct answer was Phoenix. Arizona. Which, which we hope won't go dark. Oh, it's a comic book oh, nerd reference. Oh, yeah, the dark. Well, you know that was my favorite saga in the whole comic book? Oh, uh, yeah, Claremont and Byrne. Yeah, that, that was, was the, the great best stuff. writing. And I hated that they butchered it in X3 and then the uh, the X-Men Dark Phoenix saga that or Dark Phoenix. That was horrible. Have, so you saw it and it, it was, was Bad horrible. News Bears? It was horrible. No, yeah. Bad News Bears was good. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to go see Dark Phoenix out of loyalty to Sophie Turner because I love her. Um, but in all honesty, the movie didn't look good enough to go see. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> she was never a particularly convincing no. Phoenix. On no, her. she kind of. It kind of just looked like Sophie Turner, just on screen. Like it didn't it seem like a character was, that was fleshed out enough. No. Weird how much they had her on screen vaping. Wait, really? Is that a thing? <laughs> no, but apparently, like every photograph you was... ever see of Sophie Turner, she's holding her vape pen. Um, if you follow her Twitter, it is one of the funniest things because she just has this like little mini saga called that's the tea where she just like drops like one hot piece of gossip or like one understated opinion she's like that's the tea <laughs> and then she just really? like pieces out but like mic drops every week it's so funny interesting Jatobi, question number three asked you to try to solve some homophonic pairs. Two words that sound alike but aren't spelled the same so if the clue was use your ears in this location, the homophonic pair would be here, H-E-A-R, here, H-E-R-E. So tell me the two words in the following homophonic pairs see based on these clues. With this. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see how it, I'm just making it. Up. We'll see how it goes. A naked ursine mammal. A naked ursine mammal. <laughs> what do you think that is, Jatobi? Well... Because I couldn't think of two words that sounded alike when you said that. Because once I heard naked and naked, it didn't work. It just didn't work. Because I couldn't do a bear bear. Bear bear is the correct answer. answer. That's the answer. Retired. Retired. (laughs) The AI is reluctantly giving that to you. Yes. Look at there, bear bear. <laughs> All right, yeah, the the Nike probably. Yeah, 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 it is, it is, it is. So, and that's what popped in my head, and I was going down. Yeah, oh and then God. I started thinking of that naked cat. Have you, you know, the skin, the hairless cat? Oh yeah, they're freaky. So that's all I started thinking of, really. So, yeah. Bear, bear. Yeah, that's what we're starting with. All right. I like it. (laughs) All right. Your next one was writing materials that aren't going anywhere. I was very pleased at this one. This one's entertaining to me. Writing materials that aren't going anywhere. And see, I had no clue of that. Had no clue of that. Um, um, So I went with, you know, since they're not going anywhere, that means they're still still oh so close stationary stationary oh, <laughs> so close i had the st <laughs> you did all right 3c the space between land masses surrounded by water and again i because we were talking about intergalactical and you know intercontinental um and we went on a cruise last year and not trying to throw any 
special hotel names out there, but I am. And <laughs> so I, I thought of the Intercontinental Intercontinental. <laughs> Is because this how fast does your brain work if you went through this whole monologue in like know, the 30 it seconds? It just rambles. Because there's actually <laughs> the hotel in Miami is called the Intercontinental that you stay right there on a, a what's that? Biz Marquis. Yes, yes. Marquis. Um, biscotti. You got it. And you have your biscotti looking over the edge. Oh my it's God. Cool. It's a cool hotel. So um, that's where, yeah. Um, we are looking for the Isle Isle. Oh, I get it. <laughs> and then uh, finally, 3D, the main scientific theorem or law. And see, once you said theorem, <laughs> see, these are the things that pop in my head. You guys don't realize when I go to the Golden Throne, what I'm thinking about is just crazy. So like with this... <laughs> I heard theorem, and then I thought of the Pythagorean theorem. So then all I could think of was A squared plus B squared equals C squared. <laughs> I, I don't know how to respond to that in all honesty. Um, we were looking, That's all I got. We were looking for the principal principle. I see now. Question number four, Jatovia. <laughs> staff of about 750 works for the 181 member countries in which worldwide law enforcement agency? The only law enforcement agency that I could think of, which I guess it would be a law enforcement agency, would be the United Nations. However, um, that's not it. <laughs> Fair enough. The correct answer is Interpol. I forgot about Interpol. I think everyone forgets about Interpol. they like you... the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> everyone forgets about Interpol. <laughs> now they have to show up in the red outfits. <laughs> All right, Toby, you ready to go over those esports questions okay, you got? Okay, okay, I have okay. confidence in you here. All right. Uh, 5A, name the streaming video game platform or video platform that routinely has close to a million viewers watching esports and video game streams. So the cool thing is they're owned by Amazon. Did not know that. Twitch? Yeah, Twitch. Yeah. Twitch is owned by Amazon, which is wild. And they really spawned off all this craziness. That's where Facebook Live really got the idea. And that's the same thing with, uh, you know, YouTube game. Because there's a YouTube gaming section, if you didn't know. Mm -hmm. And that's, yeah, Twitch is unreal. And Twitch is exactly what I was trying to think of earlier and couldn't. And, of course, the AI made a question out of it. Oh. You, you you were thinking of uh, United Nations. I was thinking of the United Nations. I almost said I've been watching uh, video game streams on the United Nations. Yes. See, it's a great thing. Comes on um, C-SPAN. 5B, what does the acronym DOTA stand for? Defenders of the Arena. It was actually Defense oh. of the Ancients. Yes, that's right. Oh, because there's DOTA 2, which is actually the big one. It, does, does the acronym change between Dota and no. Dota 2? Oh, no. got you. No, but Dota 2 is actually the big one because right now the number one esports across the or the number one esport across the globe is still Dota 2. Really? Yeah, it pays out. It's held that title for a while. Oh yeah, it has. Dang. Fortnite is coming up because of its popularity, mm -hmm. but Dota 2, League of Legends, they're all still number one, number two stuff. Matter of fact, there was a tournament where um, the uh, Developers of Dota put up basically $1.2 million uh, for a prize pool. Mm -hmm. But much like a lot of these tournaments, what ends up happening is they'll open it up to fans and people to come and even uh, people to play participate in the tournament to 
add into that prize pool, the prize pool ended up being $23 million. My God, I got to get better yeah. at video games. <laughs> Ross, so, let's get really good at video games really fast. It sounds great to me. They've already given away $110 million this year. Holy moly. Um, anyway, while I get sad about my income, uh, 5C, which tank hero in Overwatch is a hamster? It's, I can never remember his name, which kills me because they just released him. They just released a new character this past week. Uh, I forget his name too. He's a scientist that's gone crazy who uses gravitational pull. Ham, I think is his name, but I can never remember the hamster's name. Uh, actually, you're you're close to the hamster's name. Um, so the hamster's name is Hammond. Yes. But most, oh, most people know him better by yeah. his mech name, which is Wrecking Ball. Yeah. It's cool because, yeah, the whole swing with the Wrecking Ball is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Which I'm actually talking to Blizzard to see if I can get the Overwatch League to come to uh, the carry event that's happening. Oh, snap. That sounds so cool. Yeah. Um, 5D, which game developed by Hidden Path and Valve pits terrorists versus counter-terrorists? Now, that should be CSGO. You are correct. It is CSGO. The crazy thing about CSGO, CSGO is one of the older ones like League of Legends and uh, and Dota 2 as well, or Dota and Dota 2. And what's even crazier is that that's not their great, the Valve great game that they haven't released yet. Oh, are you talking Team Fortress 3? Oh, which so needs to happen. Yes, Team Fortress 3 is phenomenal. Same thing, they need to go ahead and do another Portal 3. They also Agreed. need to go ahead and do Half-Life, the new one that was supposed to come out 10 years ago, basically. I, I think everything that Valve has ever said they're working on is uh, is just vaporware. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, I mean, they're so focused on, you know, of course... Um, everything else right now really well i have csgo i have put a million hours into team fortress 2 that is my all-time favorite game love that game it is so much fun jutovi scout and showman william frederick cody was best known by what name um scout and william frederick cody it sounds familiar and it's killing me um because that one sat on my mind the longest um it sat on the golden throne of your it mind. Did, it did. It did. It was sitting there. Um, but it didn't dump anything down to my <laughs> mouth. Um, so what I looked at, I thought of Scout. Um, and Scout was a, the character in a few different movies. Um, and I'm stalling right now because something's still not coming in my brain. And Would, I, would it help if I told you he was also a cowboy? Scout, cowboy, and showman William Frederick Cody. Is that no from Blazing Saddles? That's the only thing I can think of. Oh, that's the, only thing. <laughs> the correct answer there was Buffalo Bill. Oh, oh, Buffalo Bill. But you did pretty well in that round. Our AI uh, seems to have been very amused by you. <laughs> and Julia, you've got the readout for that. How do you do? Uh, your readout for round one is 225 points so far. Yes! Yes! Let's jump right on into round two. Our AI is flashing up a message that you mentioned cats a little bit earlier, and it was so pleased to know that you are a fan of cats, even though you have not yet seen our, uh, our space cat, Spock, who is down below decks with engineer Rachel right now. Probably plotting against us again. Probably. He has not come through his <laughs> uh, his cat door. But uh, it looks like you've got a whole round 
about famous cats, let's jump right in to round number two. Jatovi, question number one asks you to name these famous cartoon cats. 1A, oh, this is a four-part question. 1A is Itchy's nemesis on The Simpsons. 1B, this fictional Bengal tiger is the main antagonist of The Jungle Book. 1C, the first image ever seen on a television in 1928 was a toy of this anthropomorphic black cat. And one D. This Japanese cat was designed with no mouth, which is why this cat never gains any weight at all. It's also a little terrifying with the no mouth. I'm going to be real. Um, number it's adorable. What are you talking about? It's on every backpack ever. Okay, it is super cute, but like in its video game, it tries talking to you, but there's no mouth moving. It's oh, weird. Man. That is terrifying. Somebody needs to a make a cartoon character talking. What? A cartoon character talking is weird. No, because it has no mouth. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Somebody needs to make like a, a Luna Moth cartoon where it's just like so obviously has no mouth <laughs> and is starving to death. <laughs> uh, question number two, Jatopi. <laughs> That's dark. I don't know why that came yeah, out me. of my mouth. <laughs> question number two. Uh, which Japanese cat is a YouTube sensation known for diving into boxes and holds the Guinness World Record for most views of an individual animal? I got to admit, I, like, I've seen this cat repeatedly. I would never have been able to name this cat. Um, I just want to know why I'm not famous for diving into boxes. Well, um... Like, I, I have, like, a whopping four views on YouTube, and I'm pretty sure all of them are my mom. Not out of pride, out of regret of why she birthed this. It's, it's just... You should try Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably get, like, negative streamers. Chitovi, question number three is a four-part uh, question, and it asks you about movie cats. So you had cartoons in question number one. This time it's movies. Uh... 3A, Dr. Evil's hairless friend. What is that cat's name? 3B, name Captain Marvel and Nick Fury's Flurgan pal. 3C, the cat that gets Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele in so much trouble and whose name is the same name of a movie... And 3D, this time is not asking you to name a cat, because the cat does not get a name in a Coen Brothers movie that stars Oscar Isaac, so name the movie instead. Oh, movie cats are the best. They really are. I, the cat stole Captain Marvel for me. I mean, the cat was the best the thing about awesome. the movie. Yeah, it was awesome. All right, um, number four. Since 1968, this cat has been the ad mascot for Nine Lives Cat Food. Name him. I would never know this for the life I, of me. You know, I don't think I can name him, but I can sing every word of the Meow Mix song. Yeah, that's that's all that's popping in my head right now. See, I got the whole Meow Mix. And then the images are there, too. Remember the, the, the it, you can see the bag and how it looks and everything. 
Yeah. See, I told you, it's just going in my mind. So at this moment, do you want chicken? Do you want liver? <laughs> I'm just thinking of that uh, question we had way back for our Always Sunny in Philadelphia round about Frank and Charlie eating the cat food to go sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old. I wonder if that even works. I'm thinking no. All right. Number five, more cartoon cats for you. Uh, this will have five parts to it. So five A through E. Five A. Grumpy Cat Garfield is often interrupted by this cuter, clueless gray cat on his birthday. 5B. When Tweety sees a putty tat, it's usually this hungry cat. 5C. Gargamel's cat on the Smurfs, uh, named after a demon. And uh, 5D. Pooh's Tiger Pal. So I guess big cats count in this round. Oh, absolutely. There's no reason why they shouldn't. Um, they just, they're just kitties that want love. Um, and 5E, this pink Hanna-Barbera cougar wears a shirt collar and cuffs, but no shirt. So I want to I back up to your comment that they're just big kitties that want love because we were out at the Conservator Center uh, and one, one of the people working there made a point to note that a lot of uh, their tigers are rescue tigers that people have gotten as cubs and they think, oh, well, if I just love it enough when it grows up, it won't be an obligate carnivore <laughs> that requires meat and is basically a 500 pound killing machine. Wait, but if people want to try and keep tigers, where do they get them? From the jungle. Fair enough. Um, I oh did... my God, Axel Rose is on the <laughs> podcast now. I did just see a video last night of um, cheetahs apparently don't roar. They just do cute little meow. Yep. Meow. Like that's just what a cheetah sounds like. Hmm. It's the, yeah. honestly the cutest thing. The zoo actually talks about how, hate to say it, uh, and I don't want to offend anybody, but cheetahs are kind of West Virginian. Um, but cheetahs are mostly inbred. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with all West Virginia. Yeah, you know, bad joke. <laughs> uh, cheetahs are, in fact, native to West Virginia only. Uh, <laughs> Not true. Number six. <laughs> a group of six-toed cats has taken up residence at the former home of a famous writer. Name the writer and name the Florida town where that home is located. Uh, finally, number seven. Uh, cat is the stock symbol for which machinery company? Ah, uh, the big C A T <laughs> that you see on like every crane and wrecking ball. Yeah, everywhere. Seriously. Oh, we're back to wrecking ball. <laughs> hey, Hammond. Miley Cyrus, is that you? So that <laughs> please, please, can Miley Cyrus listen to us and want to be on this? <laughs> <laughs> I would actually I think she would be an amazing guest because I would imagine the crap that would come out of her mouth after you give her like a cider or two would just be incredible. I have yeah, infinite respect for Miley Cyrus. I really adore her. Um all right, Jadovi, you ready to go over your answers for round two? Sure. I am ready. All right, number one, naming these famous cartoon cats. Uh one A, Itchy's Nemesis on The Simpsons. Is scratchy. Bingo. points. One B. This fictional Bengal tiger is the main antagonist of the Jungle Book. See, in this one, I I kept getting uh, Baloo's name popping up, um, but I thought it was Khan. 
It is. It's Shere Khan, so that yes. is worth 50 points. Uh, and then also course, the main antagonist of Star Trek. Yes. That's, and that was the part that was killing me. <laughs> the, cross, the crossover we all need. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Jatobi, you were the second guest in four episodes to go, Kah! <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. 3C. Uh, the first image ever seen on television in 1928 was a toy of this anthropomorphic black cat. See, and they have creepy clocks made out of them, too, with yes. the eyes going back and forth. Uh, that was Felix the Cat. That is it correct. It was indeed. And those clocks are indeed creepy. And the final part of question one, this Japanese cat was designed with no mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm guessing that that's Hello Kitty? That is Hello Kitty, and that's worth 50 points. Yes! Ding-a-ding-a-ding. Yes! All right, number two. I hit dingers. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what the Bulls players say after a home run? <laughs> I hit dingers. No, that was that little kid that won that uh, on Little League from last year. I you remember. Oh, no. see, 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 last year. Yeah, that was his catch line. That's what got him on ESPN. <laughs> I hit dingers. Uh, number two. Which Japanese cat is a YouTube sensation known for diving into boxes and holds the Guinness World Record for most views of an individual animal? See, and I've seen that cat, but I never knew it had a name. So I'm going with Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> um, I wish, but no. Um, we're looking for Maru. Ma- Maru? Maru. M-A-R-U. Maru. Maru, no. <laughs> Number three, name these movie cats, Jatovi. 3A was Dr. Evil's hairless friend. And see, see, I know that I cannot remember the name. And that was from the naked cat that I saw in the the, the question before uh, that, you know, when you were talking about the naked thing. Yeah, <laughs> see, see, that's what popped in my head. That little naked, you million dollars. Um, uh, wasn't it Mittens? It was Mr. Bigglesworth. Oh, Mr. Bigglesworth. Oh, that's like Mr. Belvedere. All right, 3B. Uh, who is Captain Marvel and Nick Fury's Flurgan pal? And I saw the movie, too, and it was a great movie. The, and I remember the the comic. He was named after a Top Gun oh. pilot, right? Is that why he was named that in the I movie? I think so, because it was set in the 80s. It was all around yeah. the, the Air Force. Oh, you know, so. I guess that does make actually, sense. Yeah, because remember, I thought they had mentioned the movie in the movie. I think they did. And, you know, um, who does not love an Anthony Edwards reference? <laughs> the hints are killing me. All right. Because it's either Maverick or Goose. It's Goose. There you yes. go. Yeah. It looks like the AI is going to give you 25 points just for saying Maverick or Goose. And have you seen the trailer for the new Top Gun? They're doing a new Top Gun? You didn't know that? No, I didn't know yeah, that. Tom Hanks is doing a new Top Gun. Tom, Tom Hanks? Hanks? Yes. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Um, it's um, it's yes. Tom Hanks, but in his role as Mr. Yes. Rogers. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Rogers looked great too. I, kind of I cannot wait to see Val Kilmer with his shirt off again. Ooh. The, no, the years have not been kind to Val Kilmer. <laughs> All right. All right, Jatobi, let's move on to 3C. Um, the cat that gets Keegan Michael Key and Jordan Peele in so much trouble and whose name is the same as the name of this movie. What is it? And I actually like that movie. I'm not a big fan of Key and Peele too much. <gasps> Sacrilege. Um, I'm opening the airlock right now. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but, I mean, there are some YouTube bits that they do that are really, really good um, that they're still putting out. Although I do like uh, the new kid from Comedy Central, the, uh, what's his name, Art. 
Alt- oh, Alter- Arturo. Yes. Uh, is it Castro? Yes. Alter- Alternatino is, hilarious. is. Oh, that show is fantastic. <laughs> so it's hurt funny. My heart so bad. Except I cannot it. see him without thinking of his character from Broad City. Mm. And then he was in Narcos, and I just laughed the whole time because oh, I was like, ah, yeah. he's not a drug dealer. <laughs> he's so cute. Um, so uh, back to my stalling tactics. Yeah, no, it the was, answer uh, was Keanu. It was Keanu. See? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> I hate that this is working for you. <laughs> 3D, the cat does not get a name in the Coen Brothers movie starring Oscar Isaac. So name that movie. And I could not remember that one because the only one that I kept thinking of was Cat's Eye. But that wasn't them. That was not them. It was Inside Lewin Davis. Oh. Number four, since 1968, this cat has been the ad mascot for Nine Lives Cat Food. What's his name? And I didn't know he had a name either because... As we talked about seeing the the image of the the whole uh, the cat food mix and everything, and then hearing meow 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 that whole, um, so um, I will reference back to Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> the correct answer was Morris the cat. Oh. If only he could have Oscar Mayer as his <laughs> All right, number five, more cartoon cats. Uh, 5A, Grumpy Cat Garfield is often interrupted by this cuter, clueless gray cat on his birthday. And I always forget his name because all I thought of was Odie, so I could not remember that cat's name. That's the dog. Yeah, I know. Um, I loved Odie. The gray cat's name is Nermal. Yes! Oh! Uh, 5B, uh, when Tweety sees a putty tat, it's usually this hungry cat. Sylvester. Correct. 50 points there. Gargamel's cat on the Smurfs was named after a demon. What was his name? Wasn't it Asriel? It was indeed. That is a disturbingly good Gargamel. Yes, yep. I used to love that show. Smurfs 2 was better than Smurfs 1, by the way. The <laughs> Just saying. All right. Uh, 5D. Who is Pooh's tiger pal? That was, that was uh, see, I knew this one too. That's Tigger. Yes, indeed. And your impressions are getting better, and I am more and more scared. By the way, Christopher Robin, I don't know if you've seen that one. Mm-mm. Oh, watch that movie. I heard it was good. You'll cry. <laughs> You'll cry. Big time. Uh, 5E, this pink Hanna-Barbera cougar wears a shirt collar and cuffs, but no shirt. Now, wasn't that one uh, Thnagopus? Yep. Always exit stage right? Was that I, his catchphrase? I don't yeah. know. It was always I exit trust stage. You. It was either exit stage right or exit. That stage cartoon left. was just outside of my age range, so I never got to watch that one. I am still trying to figure out how he had the the collar and the cuffs, but no actual shirt. He was popping that collar. Yes, <laughs> he was. Number six. A group of six-toed cats has taken up residence at the former home of a famous writer. Name the writer. See, um, oh, and I had to name the Florida town too. Wasn't yes. Oh. Um, so, um, <laughs> let's hear the train of thought that got you to this. <laughs> so the train answer. of thought that got me there was I had first thought of MC Escher and I don't know why MC Escher popped in my head because he's not even a writer. He actually, well, actually he did write a few extra things here and there, but they were just mainly, but he was stuff. by no means the writer yeah, that say MC was, Hammer was. Yeah, no. Yeah. And so he was a mathematician and he did all the artwork and then he was my favorite, he was one of my favorite, you know, artists. But then I related him to Edgar Allan Poe. And I was like, hey, he's a writer that I can think of right now. I can't think of any other writers. Um, Mer Lafferty, who is local, she's a good buddy, but 
she's not in Florida. She's here in North Carolina. Um, so I thought Edgar Allan Poe <laughs> writing, and since I deal with the Bulls, Tampa. Look at there. Tampa Bay and Edgar Allan Poe. That's the answer. Um, I think you mic dropped a little too early because we were looking for Hemingway and Key West. Ernest. Man, I was too earnest in my decision. <laughs> Number seven, CAT, C-A-T, is the stock symbol for which heavy machinery company? It's still CAT, but isn't it spelled different? <laughs> no. No, cat, the CAT is short for something. Oh, see, I always call it CAT because it's that yellow, those yellow machines. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking of the right machines. The company's name is Caterpillar. Oh, yes, yes, that's right. That's but right. the AI has given you some points in that round. Julia, how is he doing? Uh, Jatovi, after round two, your score is 700 points. Nice. Stalling works, kids. Always remember. I'm genuinely surprised at how well that stalling works for you. Well, it seems like now is a really good time for us to take a short break. And when we come back, we will have more Trivia Escape Pod. We are back with more trivia escape pod. I think I'm growing scared of that song. I think that song is going to be playing in our stasis beds all <laughs> week. Jitsovi, it's time for round three. The AI seems so pleased with your answers to the famous cats round that it has come up with a whole new kind of round. We've never seen anything like this before. It's called a cat pun tv round and in it we will describe for you the plot of a television show it may sound somewhat familiar because it's based on a real show but it has contained therein a terrible terrible cat pun and it has given us an example that we're allowed to give to you after the loss of their parents in a mysterious fire the three baudelaire kittens uncover a dark family history of dander what is the name of that TV show? A series of unfortunate events. Ooh, but where's the cat pun? Oh, un- unfortunate. There, there you is. go. Yeah, so our AI has got 10 of these bad boys for you. Let's jump right in. All right, number one. In the seaside town of Neptuna, a teenage tabby works as a private investigator. Number two. We're going to give him a second to chew on that one. Number two. The apparently perfect lives of upper-class kitties unravel after a murder and double pooping on trivia night. Oh, that's just gross. Yeah, Ross, let's hope that doesn't happen. (laughs) A double pooping? Like a single pooping would be bad enough, but a double pooping? Uh, Number three. Uh, Fred Permisen and Bill Hairball Loudly spoof short narrative films. Oh, I think that's Fred Permison. Permison. My bad. I can't read. That's that's terrible. This AI is out of control. I I think Spock has been programming the computers below deck. It's because so much of his cat hair gets caught in the keyboard. Number four, Jatovi. Somebody breaks out the catnip, and then the audience is treated to some catty stories from the past. 
Number I bet, f- I bet oh. those get ridiculous. <laughs> little little catnip on board, and you're going to say anything. <laughs> Number five, a cat is forced to live as a concubine under a fundamentalist theor- theocratic dictatorship that controls what she does with all of her appendages. Man, this this is a show that would I would find very depressing. Yeah. Because it, it basically would com- combine oppression and kitties. Yep. Nobody, nobody wants to see cats oppressed. If anything, I feel like cats would be doing the oppressing, if given the position. Number six, Jatobi, this this will not surprise you. The devil is a cat, and he solves crime while grooming. Which is actually based on a real TV show. Who knew? <laughs> the next show on CNBC. Um Number seven, Tabby and Ilana smoke weed and have adventures. I'm surprised that's not catnip. Smoke a little catnip. Anyway, <laughs> I, I guess the pun is Tabby and Ilana. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. Number eight. Boy, this is reaching deep. <laughs> a famous crime writer, Kitty, teams with an NYPD detective when they learn that someone's imitating his crime scenes. So they're imitating a famous writer cat's crime scenes to commit their own crimes? He's copying knocking over the planter. Oh, okay. That's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number nine. A teenage pop star with a secret identity uh, disguises herself on stage when eating her favorite foods. Oh, that's that's bad. I just just got there. Uh, Number (laughs) ten. God. Oh. These are these plots are terrible, Jatobi. I'm gonna apologize to you. Benson and Spadler investigate all manner of slashers and pervs. Ah, uh, those those two detectives. And no mention of Finn, who, let's be honest, is the glue that holds that show together. A little bit, yeah. Oh my god. So Jatobi, we've We've just thrown some terrible plots at you. They're real TV shows with a cat pun substituted somewhere in the title, like a series of unfortunate events. Oh, dear Lord. Let's see how you did. Number one, in the seaside town of Neptuna, a teenage tabby works as a private investigator. And see, this one is killing me because... The, the cat pun of Neptuna was hurting me. Um, that's a toughie. So, so this one just came back, I think, on Hulu. And it did, it's yeah. It's fantastic. Uh, well, not not exactly this one, because this one has a cat pun. It's Peronica Mars. Oh, it's... It, oh. <laughs> it's, it's only going to go downhill from Jatobi here. Jatobi looks physically in pain right now. It's horrible. Do you feel bad about answering all those other cat questions correctly? Because yes. the AI clearly thinks you wanted more. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, the apparently perfect lives of upper class kitties unravel after a murder and double pooping on trivia night. See, and the only thing I kept thinking of was different strokes. So you stroke the kitty. <laughs> the correct answer there was big litter lies. Oh, no big litter in Little China? <laughs> <laughs> That's a movie I would watch. <laughs> Number three, Fred Permison and Bill Hairball loudly spoof short narrative films. See, and the only thing I thought of on that one was uh, the uh, uh, mystery 
Science Kitty 3000, but I could not think of the pun that went in there. Um, we were actually looking for a documentary meow instead of documentary now. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, it looks like the AI is still giving you uh, some a little bit of pity points for mystery oh, science. a lot of pity <laughs> points on this one. <laughs> Number four, somebody breaks out the catnip and then the audience is treated to some catty stories from the past. That all I could think of was a history channel. Uh, you're you're not far off. We're looking for a drunk history. Oh, see, I never watched drunk history. Well, fair enough. But drunk history, you would yeah. totally watch. Well, yeah, because lots know, of kitties on there. Oh man, you get a cat on catnip, and they will say amazing <laughs> things. All right, number five: a cat is forced to live as a concubine under a fundamentalist theocratic dictatorship that controls what she does with all of her appendages. See, and all I thought of was Tame of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> we were looking for The Handmaid's Tale. Oh. See, and I haven't watched that show either. How is that one? Good. Uh, so disturbing. It's amazing. But, but very engrossing. That is the one show on television right now that gets me yelling at the television. Every time we <laughs> really? watch it, and Heidi's like, simmer down but i i just yell i get see, I can't so wait mad. for you to watch the boys the boys was phenomenal oh i can't wait to see it and uh, then uh one punch man you've got to watch that i don't know if you watch that yet that's on hulu as well i don't even know what that is isn't it really oh oh, oh oh so you watched it too then yes it's classic <laughs> uh, it's classic we're gonna move on to number six uh the devil is a cat and he solves crime while grooming and all i could thought of when that one was hell kitty <laughs> the answer was Lucifer. Oh, see, see, see. <laughs> uh, number seven, Tabby and Alana smoke weed and have adventures. Um, I just thought of Bill and Tabby or Harold and Katmar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The AI is slashing some pity points. Uh, we were looking for Broad Kitty. Broad Kitty. Instead of Broad City. Ah, oh, see, I never watched Broad City. Number see? eight, a famous crime. Oh, we're just moving on. <laughs> we don't even want to hear it. No. Number eight, a famous crime writer, Kitty, teams with an NYPD detective when they learn that someone's imitating his crime scenes. And that was the movie Copycat, though. Oh, actually, the, the killer was a copycat, but uh, the TV show was Cat Soul. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, A Nathan Fillion vehicle. Yeah, yeah, that one. one. Number nine, a teenage pop star with a secret identity disguises herself on stage when eating her favorite foods. And so, you know, I have a daughter, right? We do. And, you know, the crazy thing is, she was actually watching Kim Possible. That's the only thing that popped in my head. It's a, probably a little before your daughter's time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were yeah. looking for Hannah Montuna. Miley Cyrus. Yeah. See. My goddess. <laughs> the, the AI is vengeful. And pretty much anything we talk about, the AI just spits it back in the form of terrible questions later. Number 10, Benson and Spadler. <laughs> Spadler. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> terrible. Benson and Spadler investigate all manner of slashers and pervs. See, and I didn't watch the show either. Oh, it's been on for like twenty thousand years, a million years. <laughs> and all I got was the claw. 
of you've actually got the pun yes! part yes, but you, you got to get the rest of it see i can't think of that. it's claw and order svu jatobi <laughs> oh god he's, right. he's headed back right. into uh, his own escape wow <laughs> we still got that one more a, round for you jatobi don't leave yet perfect pun uh that was really bad the ai uh clearly loves torturing you julia yeah, was... what is what is our readout on our current points our readout after round three is 825 oh. lots of pity man <laughs> well, so here's the thing jatobi we only need a thousand points to get a little bit deeper into space this week because we had a good oh. week on the engines i got you on this we've one. got one more question and each correct answer is worth 100 points rather than just 50 oh i've so, got you on this one Look um, at you guys are going in deep space now um, I one thousand is all you. Need. I love your confidence. The yes. evidence does not suggest that it's warranted, but <laughs> it is about comedy and pity. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get some correct answers here, but we'll take some funny ones. Okay. Uh, it is a top ten question, so one gotcha. question, ten correct answers. Which ten countries have the fastest internet speed? This is measured in megabytes per second. I don't have any sourcing on this one. I apologize. Uh, so who knows where this list came from? Oh, but we Lord. are looking for the 10 countries that have the fastest internet speed measured in megabytes per second. And this, you know, this one feels like it might also be in Jatobi's wheelhouse as an esports connoisseur. He probably has to have fast internet. Yeah, I could I could imagine that. Uh I can I can see there being like a country difference of someone blaming lag off of 1 megabyte per second. Oh, I I actually have friends who when I used to game with them like any any like the slightest lag they'd be like oh it was the lag that got me. And it's like sh- oh, shut up. Oh my 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 finger slipped or like this controller's broken. Uh, my zerglings would have destroyed your my dad works Gasping. at Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, the, my dad works at Nintendo. <laughs> I feel like I heard that at one point from some kid, like back in like 1989. Like, <laughs> yeah, so what? You still suck at Duck Hunt. <laughs> um, in the in the newer version of Smash Bros, where the Duck Hunt dog and Duck are a playable character, and you know how the announcer like in a big dramatic voice says whichever character wins you can there's like a very audible pause between the words duck and hunt there needs to be yes but just the amount of pause in the announcement is so funny to me do you think the original uh nintendo crew was just like (laughs) when they came up with the name duck hunt and they were like yeah keep saying that kids honestly (laughs) i have no idea i wonder if they thought it was going to take off as well as it did and if they cared yeah, I have no idea. I do I do have something I want to talk about in, in the Mario world, though, and that is Donkey Kong. What about Donkey Kong? Uh, obviously, the villain in the original Donkey Kong game, but has now become part of the Mario franchise as sort of a friendly character, a lot much beloved by people. Is Donkey Kong at some point going to have a Me Too moment? Explain what you mean. I mean, he kidnapped a, a princess back in like the '80s, and now everybody's like, "Oh no, he's a good dude." I mean, isn't that I why? Like, so. I mean, yeah, well, he's in Mario Party, just like Bowser is. Like, I don't know why the hell they keep inviting Bowser to all their games when they he like destroys their lives every Wreck-It second. Ralph. You've seen Wreck It Ralph? They oh, have I love that, that movie. Meeting. That's just, what it is. It's the bad guy meeting. It's like the AA thing. I just feel like at some point, you know, Princess Peach is going to have to come forward. 
she was like a, she was a mushroom princess at first right yes but actually in the original with donkey kong in it he kidnaps pauline not princess oh, peach okay. well pauline and princess peach should just like come forward and talk a little bit about what donkey kong has really been up to that just got really serious <laughs> Let's go back to Smash Brothers. You know they released Hero. He's a good character. Yes. <laughs> um, Jatobi, do you do you have your answers ready for us? Do you have ten countries written? Ten countries, of course. But see, the throwing me off. Uh, how no? okay? How many of them are Zelda countries? Well, uh, many of them are Zelda countries. I've got to have Zelda represented. <laughs> um, Jatobi, what ten countries have the fastest internet speed measured in megabytes per second? So you know Korea. Uh, which which Korea which one? Are we talking about? South, of South Korea. Is yes, the number that's one actually answer. number one. Yeah, because you know when esports and everything else was beginning, that's actually where one of the spots that it took off. I mean, it just jumped out like crazy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I had to put down Korea, and then of course Japan and China. Uh, uh, Japan, yes. China, no. Seriously? Mm-hmm. China has, in terms of Hong Kong in that area. I thought it would have been there. Maybe it means the country as a whole on average. Well, what's oh. funny is Jatobi just said Hong Kong, which is on our list. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I don't know why it separated Hong Kong. Is Hong Kong like considered its own province I of sorts? I do not know, but it is on our list with a separate internet speed. So we are going to give you that one. Yeah, we'll yeah. give you that one. It is, I, I guess they're doing similar to how Canada and Quebec does. Because Quebec, it, it, they always want to be separated from Canada, which is strange. Look, who knows where this list came from? Our, <laughs> our AI was probably on Wikipedia at some point in 2016. All right, well, <laughs> what else you got for us, Toby? <laughs> um, so, like, France and Germany and UK. Um, because uh, Germany evidently has great internet speed. From what so I none of those three are Seriously? on our list. We're not yeah. saying they have bad internet. They're just not on the top ten. Oh, my goodness. I need to go talk to Angela Merkel. Um, then we'll say the UK on the top ten. I think you just said that. Well, <laughs> I know. Yeah, the, yeah. My apologies. Still a no. Well, Spain? Uh, nope. Mm-mm. Seriously? None of the European countries are there? There are there are European countries, countries, just not the ones you're naming. Italy? Nope. Wow! We are now just going to get Jatobi yeah, yeah, to I'm name just gonna every say, country in Europe. Lichtenstein? <laughs> <laughs> What's that Warner Bros. cartoon song with all the countries? The wacko, yakko, oh, and dot yeah. thing? Um, so the top 10 none of them are there the u.s has to be there at least yes we're number 10 which is shocking because i thought it was a little bit lower but uh i mean canada no you've got one more guess uh let's go with uh i mean None of the South American countries would be there. Mexico wouldn't be there. Uh, Russia actually has top internet speed, supposedly. And that is also not correct. Jatovi, here are the answers to your top ten question. Number one, South Korea. Yeah. Number two, Norway. Seriously? Number three, Sweden. Seriously? We kept telling you Europe. You, It's not our fault you <laughs> You, you went to Mexico. We told you Europe. You went Mexico. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was thinking, okay, well, the, the, the main ones aren't hitting there. Number four on our list is Hong Kong. We took China. Number five, <laughs> Switzerland. Number six, Finland. Number seven, Singapore. 
Number eight was Japan, which you got. Number nine was Denmark. You see, I'm looking at your face. So, You're like Scandinavia. So, I know it's yeah. a thing. I'm not sure what continent, but I know it's a place. Uh, like, number ten was the U.S. So you did get a couple of those, and it looks like the AI has got your final score ready for you. A thousand points is going to get us deeper into space. Julia, what is the AI readout telling us? Jatobi, your final score tonight is twelve twenty-five. Look there. I told you I was going to make it. Well, this is almost certainly going to get us to <laughs> a good planet. As as always, all of our questions were provided by our AI supercomputer, so if you think it made a mistake, and it clearly did on that last one, shoot us an email at triviaescapepod at gmail.com, or give us a shout on Twitter at triviaescapepod, or you can just let us know what's happening on Earth, which we are currently nowhere near. No, We'd of course not. We'd love to know what's going on. If you've got a great idea for a round or a piece of trivia that you're dying to share, we'd love to hear from you. So again, that email is triviaescapepod pod at gmail.com we are always particularly happy to hear top 10 questions or potential theme songs just based on what our ai has fed to jatovi we are desperately in need of some ideas for new top 10 questions <laughs> uh jatovi we know you need to get back to your pod because we're just about a, out of oxygen for this week so tell us a little bit about what you've got coming up in the near future oh i've got some fun stuff coming up in the near future in november 16th and 17th well 15th 16th and 17th that weekend at the herb young center in Cary, uh having a gamer social trying to work with a few different companies locally here to actually set up some extra fun stuff happening at the herb young center um also february 8th well 7th 8th and 9th we're hosting the second triangle esports championship which happened earlier this year in february in Durham, this time it's going to be in Cary. Uh, I've got Lenovo on board. They're gifting me roughly about 200 computers. We're going to be having Overwatch, uh, Smash Brothers, uh, also Street Fighter V, Rocket League, and Fortnite. We're going to have tournaments giving away roughly about $10,000 close to it uh, in February. Then later in the year, having a collegiate invitational happening on Duke's campus, roughly about September of next year, and then pushing for a geek week next November, uh, November, 2020, working with the guys who own ultimate comics and North Carolina comic-con. We're going to take a full blown week doing just nutty, crazy, fun video game stuff. And Jatovi, how do people find out about these uh, exciting events? Have you got a website they can yep. go to? So you can follow everything on triangleesportschampionship.com. We also have Bull City Gaming on Facebook, uh, DBAP Gaming on Facebook, Bull City Gaming on Twitch, where there are a million some followers um, on Twitch, not actually Bull City Gaming. <laughs> but soon, soon they will all be on Bull City soon Gaming. Soon it will grow. Yes. Good deal. Julie, what have you got coming up? Um, pretty much just my own academic research, going to my first conference soon in October. Uh, I'll get to present my current research for my first poster presentation. And beyond science-y academia stuff, I am also still interested in reading tarot cards for clients. So go ahead and follow me at Tall Sunflower Tarot on Instagram and Facebook. And now I have started to sell gemstone bracelets 
bracelets on that page as well. Uh, there's a lot of unique variety between the bracelets. Each one is unique and handmade. So if you want, just go check that out. See if you can find some pretty little gems for yourself. Go ahead and treat yourself to one. Right I'm on. going to go there. <laughs> as well you should. We got to get your tarot read because what your future holds... No one truly knows. <laughs> the tarot card's just going to be a giant ball of yarn. <laughs> I have got a new reading series that I'm hosting at OK All Right Theater, which is the home of Meddlesome Comedy at 401 West Gear Street, Suite A. We're going to get that started on September 14th and then run every second Saturday. Our September 14th reading, I hope that this episode reaches Earth by the 14th so that this is not... Um, this is not too late. If uh, not, we're reading your past. Yeah, Ooh. truly. Uh, but we've got Bell Boggs and Gabrielle Calva Caressi who are going to read with us that night. Uh, two truly amazing writers. We got lucky to launch the series that way. So check out BullCityPress.com. Click on Reading Series, and you can get all the information about that. Can't wait to host it. Will Ernest Hemingway be there? Ernest Hemingway <laughs> likely will not. Jatobi. Thank you so much for being here. We've got to get you back into your pod before the oxygen rolls out. So uh, hop in there and why don't I just uh, pop the airlock here? And Julia, I think you and I are probably due for some stasis bedtime. I'm going to go sleep. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> well said. We'll catch you next week on Trivia Escape Pod. Bye. Bye.